0: Carlos Correa is officially off the board heading to the San Francisco Giants, leaving Dansby Swanson as the biggest remaining shortstop available on the free agent market. And really one of the biggest bats left available on the free agent market is now the time for the Atlanta Braves to up their offer to the shortstop and get serious about bringing him back. We'll talk about the latest offer from the Braves, where the two sides are and if that difference is going to be enough for Dansby Swanson to go elsewhere. we will also talk about Von Grissom and his role in this. Do the Braves really feel comfortable about him being the shortstop of the future? We'll get into all of that on the Braves shortstop position and what it looks like now and going forward on today's episode of a Locked On Braves. So let's get into it. You are locked on Braves, your daily Atlanta Braves podcast part of the On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, welcome back to Lockdown Braves, part of Lockdown Sports Atlanta, where we cover your favorite Atlanta sports teams each and every day. I am your host Jake Mastriani. You can follow me on Twitter at shortstopball. Also, make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at Lockdown underscore Braves. Send in any questions, comments, or feedback that you have for the podcast. Always love hearing from you, and I try to make this as interactive as a show as possible. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. If you're new, hit that thumbs-up button and that notification bell as well to help support the show. Thanks for making Lockdown Braves your first listen of each and every day. I did want to let you know. Today's the last wait week of daily podcast during the off season. After this, we'll go to three days a week unless something major happens. And honestly, until this Dansby situation is settled, probably going to continue to put out content every day. But just wanted to give you a heads up in case you're not seeing things daily from me after this week. And you know, with the holidays coming up and everything, hopefully you understand. But again, appreciate you being here and listening to Lockdown Braves. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about Dansby Swanson, something we talked about often this offseason. But I want to focus on the Braves' offer, where it currently stands, where they need to get to, how close does it need to be in order to convince Dansby to stay? And with the deals we've seen this offseason, you know, just how much could Dansby actually get? And if the writing is on the wall, which it's starting to feel that way that Dansby won't be coming back. What are the Braves options now? Because there's obviously not anything left out there. Free agency wise, that would be a huge impact and there doesn't really appear to be anything out there on the trade market either. So Braves have really, you know, they, they put up this front that Von Grissom, you know, is ready and he's working and they feel like he can handle it. Is that just lip service or do they actually believe that? But let me know your thoughts in the comments section below, and if you're watching live, let me know your comments in the chat as well. I know Joseph Recap says 6150 that's $25 million a year. Um, that's, that's big dollars right there, but I think that would probably get it done if the Braves were to offer that. Um, e Baldera 89 says, I'm sorry to say, but I think Dansby is as good as gone. But let's talk about the Braves' latest offer, and Mark Bowman of MLB.com mentioned this in a piece that he wrote last week. And this was an offer, I believe, at the end of the season, maybe even during the season. but from Mark Bowman's perspective, this is the last offer the Braves made to Dansby. and it was for six years and around 100 million dollars. Now, you know, between 16 and 17 million a year is what Bowman said. Now that we've seen the way the offseason has played out and what Trey Turner's got, Xander Bogarts has got, and Carlos Correa has got, and really what a lot of free agents have gotten. Look at what Tywan Walker got from the Phillies. You have seen a lot of teams overspending and you've got to figure the market that Dansby has, the teams are going to be willing to overspend on him as well. Now, that 16, 17 million a year range, I think that's fair for Dansby Swanson. And that's what I've said from the very beginning of this offseason. I thought going into last year, maybe you could get him for 12 to 15 million a year. But with the season that he had, a gold glove defender, I just I can't see him really signing for less than 18 million a year. And I think that is a fair amount for what he brings to the team, even just defensively, even if he takes a step back offensively which i think he he probably will what he brings you on the defensive side his his leadership to me that's worth 18 million a year you go over that that's where i get a little uncomfortable so what the braves are offering i think is fair based on his entire career now if you're paying him on what he did in 2022 alone then yeah maybe he's a 23 to 25 million dollar a year player i don't I don't believe he's that. I don't believe he's a six-war player. I think he's more of a, a three- to four-war player going forward. And it's just still a really good player. I want Danby Swanson. I like Dansby Swanson. But what this market is dictating is that he's going to get a lot more than that in free agency. So should the Braves up their offer and how, how high should they go? Would six years at $20 million a year be enough? What if they... What if they offered him six years, $120 million, so $20 million a year and had a seventh year option with a $10 million buyout. So that's $130 million guaranteed. I don't think that's a terrible deal. I don't think that's a bad offer. Um, would it get? Would that get it done? And I think that's where we're kind of at right now. And where Alex Anthopoulos is at is that even if you make that deal, and that's more than I would be comfor- comfortable offering. Like I said, $18 million a year is about as high as I'd be willing to go on Dansby Swanson. But let's say you want to get it done and you up your offer and you go to $20 million a year over six years. And again, maybe you throw in a seventh option year with a high buyout. And let's just say you give them a guaranteed $130 million over seven years. Is that enough? I don't even think that's enough to get Dansby Swanson from what we could see him get. Now, let's take a step back for a second. Dansby Swanson is not Carlos Correa. He is not Trey Turner, and he's not even Xander Bogarts. And while he is very good and he's coming off his best season, I think most people understand that he is a tier below those three. Um, I, I think people understand that, but still, there are a lot of teams out there that need Dansby Swanson, he's available, and they're going to overpay to get that. Um, and I just think, you know, Mark Bowman in his uh, same same chat that he had said that the industry mostly believes that Dansby Swanson is going to get at least $22 million a year. Now, that is the highest offer. So say a team, you know, goes six, seven years at $22 million a year, and the Braves are at, you know, 20 million a year over that same time period. I think that gap is enough that Dansby could leave that money on the table and go to Atlanta. I think he would do that, but I don't think the Braves are that close again. This the Braves would have to significantly up their offer, and we've seen a lot in these contracts this offseason, too. The length of these deals really go up in order to spread out this money and lower the AAV. Does a team come out and offer Dansby, you know, 18 million a year over eight years for a total of 150 million in order to keep the AAV down, but they give them those extra years. That's what we've seen. A lot of these teams do with these long contracts that, you know, Turner Correa uh, and Bogarts all oh, got, do we see a team do that? And I don't think Alex Anthopoulos would be comfortable giving him those years. I almost think he'd rather have the high AAV and a shorter deal, but that's just the trend that we're seeing this off season is giving more years to lessen the AAV. So then the question becomes how badly does he want to be in Atlanta? It's it pretty apparent before the off season began that he'd have to leave money on the table. I think just about everybody knows that, but how much is he willing to give up again you know, if the Braves are at 20 million a year and his highest offer from somebody else is 22 million a year over, you know, obviously the same length. To me, that's enough for Dansby to come back. If he were to turn that down and go elsewhere, I'd be a little surprised. I wouldn't say hurt. He has the opportunity and the ability to go get as much as he wants. But where we're at right now with what Bowman's reported and where, even where Dansby Swanson is, where he sent a counteroffer for six years, 140 million, 23 million a year. That's a big gap. I mean, there's a 30 to 40 million dollar difference between where the Braves are and where Dansby Swanson is, and likely where other teams are. Now, you can get mad all you want if you just want to say Dansby's taking the money. He doesn't really want to be in Atlanta. You leave 30 to 40 million on the table. You make that decision to leave 30 or $40 million on the table. That's not, not that easy to do. And I get it. We're talking millions of dollars. How much do you really need? But I mean, that's setting up generations of families to do that. So again, I think it would have to be much closer than that. I think the Braves would have to be within 10, 15, maybe, maybe even 20 million. Cause I think Dansby wants to be in Atlanta that badly in order for him to turn down other deals, but just where the Braves are net at now and where other teams are. And you look at the other teams involved, the Dodgers, the Cubs, the Red Sox, possibly even the Giants after signing Correa, and the Minnesota Twins are in there as well. Those are some, you know, with the exception of Minnesota, those are some big market teams who still have a lot of money left to spend this off season. So, and while the Braves are pretty much maxed out, they're already at their highest payroll ever. So that doesn't bode well for the Braves in trying to, to bring back Dansby Swanson. I think they're going, going to have to up that offer if they really want him. The question is, will they and should they? And that's what I want to hear from you in the comment section. Should the Braves up their offer? If they're at you know six years, 17 million a year, should they up it? How high up should they go? How high up would you be willing to go in order to get close enough to the other teams to convince Dansby to stay. Again, Dansby countered at 6 and 140. Um, Again, that to me would be, be too high. I would feel comfortable at 18. I would go as high as 20 in order to get a deal done. You may have to go even higher than that. And then when is a decision coming? He just got married last Saturday. He's likely enjoying his honeymoon at the moment but I'd have to think he wants to get this taken care of before Christmas. I got to think Alex Anthopoulos wants to get this taken care of so that he can move on to other things that he wants to do. Cause I, I got to think this is holding him up. Not that there's necessarily a ton of other moves he needs to make or, or deals he, he has to get done, but I'm, I'm sure he would like to know. And, I, and obviously we would like to know what is, what is the decision? Where do the Braves need to go? So I got to think they try to get this taken care of before Christmas. I think a week from now, I think early next week, we probably have a decision on where Dansby Swanson's going to go. And if I think if he's going to go to Atlanta, they're really going to have to be serious about going over what they're comfortable doing. Now, the only time Alex and has gone over what he was comfortable doing was Marcelo Zuna. So we don't want a repeat of that. I don't think Dansby is a repeat of that, but Usually, you know, Alex Anthopoulos, he sets, he draws his line in the sand. He's not going to go beyond that. Again, the only time he did was with Marcel Ozuna. So I don't know that he will, but if they want Nancy Swanson, they're almost certainly going to ha- going to have to. And can the Braves afford to wait if the writing is on the wall? If you see that you're not getting close to what the other teams are going to offer Nancy Swanson, can you afford to wait? Do you need to act now? And that's what I want to talk about here and next. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game that you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sport wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. Time does seem to be of the essence here. Now, there, there's several months, a couple of months left until spring training, until pitchers and catchers report. So there's time here. But again, I got to think all parties involved want to move on. And I got to think Alex Anthopoulos in particular wants to move on. And you look back at the Freddie Freeman situation last year. Granted, that was super sped up because of the lockout and just the the short window that they had before the season began from when the lockout ended. But last year, once Alex Anthopoulos realized, OK, we're not getting anywhere with Freddie's agent, things aren't working out. They essentially gave Alex Anthopoulos an ultimati- ultimatum. He quickly pivoted and went to Matt Olson. If he gets to that same scenario this offseason with Dansby, and he realizes, okay, we're not making any progress. There's still a huge gap between us and Dansby. I know he's going to get more from another team. I need to pivot before I lose that leverage. Because once Dansby signs, you lose that leverage in trades. You know, Then a team knows your back's against the wall. You have to make this trade in order to fill this hole at shortstop. So again, just kind of like the Freddie Friedman situation last year, once Alex Santablos saw the writing on the wall, he quickly pivoted. So maybe the fact that he hasn't gone to another move at shortstop, maybe makes or leads us to believe that he thinks there's an opportunity there to bring Dansby back, or there just really aren't any other options out there. And I think that's a real possibility as well. or they really believe in von Grissom. Now I'm having a hard time believing that that all of a sudden he's going from a guy that you take out of second base, not even shortstop, but you take him out of second base, one because he wasn't hitting and he was struggling, but because Orlando Arcia was just that much better defensively at second base than von Grissom. Um, and now all of a sudden, after working with Ron Washington a couple of weeks, and I love Ron Washington, and I think he can get him there, but not in you know three one-week sessions during an off-season. It's going to take him going into games and getting game reps with the things that he's learned from Ron Washington in order to make those strides defensively. Just in my honest opinion, I don't see him becoming somebody who's even a an average defender. At shortstop over one offseason session or three offseason sessions with Ron Washington. You need game reps and game practice in order to become that. So I, I'm I'm not really buying the idea that Von Grissom is ready to be your starting shortstop in 2023. And if that's not the case and I'm not saying he can't be the future shortstop I'm I'm the one that's been saying all along I'm not ready to give up on him defensively but that would be a lot to ask to hand him the shortstop job a premium defensive position just when you know he's had a little bit of, of time to work with Ron Washington you haven't really but you we've seen before doesn't lead you to believe that he can handle it defensively I I just personally feel like he needs to go back to Triple A, play every day, get those game reps, and become that type of defensive player. Now, if you think he can be that down the road, then I think that's the best. That's the best plan for Von Grissom. And if that's the case, and you don't sign Dansby Swanson, what's left? And what's left is not much. I've been saying all along, based on people that I I know from covering the Brewers that I talked to, that Willie Adams is not available. He is. The biggest heart and soul of that team, they do not want to trade him unless they have to. Now, if they're out of it, come the all-star break, then I could see Willie Adamas becoming available. But I don't think it's the Braves. You can't count on that and wait on that. But he does not appear to be available right now. Ken Rosenthal's already reported that the White Sox are not planning to trade Tim Anderson. So that's your two impact shortstops that we thought might potentially be available in trade and they're not available. And honestly, I don't know what the Braves would have to offer. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they could put together a package for either of those guys, especially Adamas to, to get them. Um, But as we talked about yesterday, the farm system is getting really, really thin. So that means the trade options are very limited for impact players. If the Padres were willing to trade, Hassan Kim, that likely becomes the next best option. If Dansby doesn't sw- doesn't sign, then Hassan Kim, in my opinion, becomes the next best option if the Padres are willing to move him. And I think the plan for them right now is to put him at second base, but he could become a potential option. Now that the Padres have like six shortstops on their team, they could certainly part with ha- Hassan Kim if the Braves could offer them something to help them make them better now. Uh, perhaps, you know, Ian Anderson. Maybe they think they can turn him around there, but that would probably be the next best option. Ahmed Rosario is somebody of the Guardians is somebody that's been floated out there in trade rumors. I don't love the fit. He's not great defensively, and I think the bat is just okay, so I'm not all for Ahmed Rosario. Here's kind of an out-of-the-box idea. If Dansby doesn't... If you can't sign Dansby Swanson, if you're unsure about Von Grissom being able to handle the position defensively, and there's nobody out there on the trade market that you think is going to be available to come in and have an immediate impact, perhaps you look for a prospect, a prospect who is ready or close to being ready, but is blocked, you know, by somebody else already on that team. I think that might be another route. Um, it could be a lot more difficult because what are you giving up in a prospect trade? Um, you know, it had to be something where it had to be something where the Braves are trading from depth that they have, which is pitching at the prospect level in order to get, you know, a nice piece. Cause you're not just going to trade for any shortstop prospect. You want to trade for a good one, obviously, that's ready to step up on a championship contending team. So it could be a little bit more difficult, but that could be another route that the Braves go to look to trade for a young prospect who can handle the shortstop position that just may be blocked that maybe another team, you know, has depth that where they could part with a shortstop in order to upgrade an area that they don't have. I, I looked around, I honestly don't see many fits that stick out to me, but I trust Alex and the scouts have much more advanced research than I do. Someone did jokingly, somewhat jokingly, mention Ronald Acuna's brother, Ronald Acuna's brother, uh, Luis Acuna, who is in the Rangers system and is a shortstop. And he's, you know, the Rangers obviously have Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager up the middle for them. And I'm sure they could use some pitching, even though they just got Degrom and Heaney and have uh, or have John Gray. But, you know, maybe that's somewhere they could go. I'd love to have more than one Acuna. And it sounds like he has the ability to stick at shortstop and has a really good bat. But another name that really interested me when I was kind of looking around is Michael Garcia of the Royals. And the Royals obviously have Bobby Witt Jr. at the shortstop position. Garcia, you know, is ready. He even had a little cup of coffee with the Royals last year. Good contact, not much power. So not typically the bat the Braves go after, but a solid glove. Uh, that will stick at shortstop. So again, I don't know how realistic that is, but again, if Swanson's not coming back, you don't believe in Grissom to handle the position defensively, then perhaps you need to go out and find somebody young, controllable that you could build into being your future shortstop, you know, in the next couple of years and obviously into the future. But the options aren't great beyond Swanson. The brace may be forced to have to up their offer, In order to get him back and lead the shortstop position for the Braves. All right, next, want to get to some of your comments. Talk about a little bit of news that's going on around the league, and we'll talk about that next. Just a couple of signings on Wednesday. Nothing major. Noah Syndergaard went to the Dodgers for 13 million. you know, we talked about possibly getting some guys for the back end of the rotation. I know Noah Syndergaard's one player that I mentioned, but even these fifth starters, one year deals, they're going for double digit million dollars. Uh, so these are expensive players. Michael Lorenzen, he got eight and a half million with the Tigers with a chance to end, uh, earn 10 million in incentives. So players aren't cheap. Even if you're getting, again, fifth starters, those are costing you, you know, 10 million dollars. Uh, the gar- the the Guardians traded for or the Guardians traded Owen Miller to the Brewers. Um, some people maybe were uh, expecting that maybe that meant that they were willing to trade Willie Adams now, but Owen Miller is not that guy. He's not going to be taking over the shortstop position there. More probably, most likely going for their second base job and adding some depth in the infield. But uh, just a little bit, a little trade. Um, taking place got a lot of comments here. I'm apologize. I kind of got let these get away, but I'm gonna try to go through them real quick. Uh, Joe Me says the 17 per is the highest. Alex has gone. The market has blown that out of the water. I think 20 per is bottom dollar, huge discount at this point. 22 per is my ceiling. Like Matt and Austin will make, and I think that's. I, I kind of think that's where I am as well. Um, I think $20 may or $20 million at $20 would be great. Uh, twenty million dollars probably gets it done, and I think twenty-two definitely gets it done. But twenty is as high as I would really like to go. is honestly as high as I would feel comfortable going, but I would maybe go as high as twenty million a year to get it done. Uh, Joseph Greenwell says, honestly, I think we should have accepted Dansby's six-year, one hundred and forty million dollar offer and moved Grissom to left field. Certainly, with the way the market is, William Fulgham says that too. Um, or he says six and 140. I think he will be a Cub. Uh, that's where everybody believes he's going right now. Um, Gidster says the way Alex Anthopolis is talking about Dansby, I think he's gone. That certainly gets, you know, is the sense I think a lot of people are getting right now, which is a bit surprising to me that Alex, you know, again, maybe there's just nothing else out there, but I would have to imagine if he feels pretty confident that Dansby's not coming back, that. He's got to have something else in the works, even if it's not at shortstop. Maybe it's in in left field. But, you know, the fact that he hasn't really done that yet, you know, leaves the door open for me a little bit that perhaps there is an opportunity there. Uh, Joseph Greenwell also says if we don't get Dan speed, do you think we could get Ben for 12 to 15 million a year and offer him two to three years at the beginning of this offseason? I would have said. You know, three years at 12 to $15 million a year for Benintendi, you know, likely gets it done. But the way this offseason is going, I just have a feeling Benintendi is going to get like four, maybe five years at at least $15 million a year. And that's probably too expensive for for the Braves or for what really what I would want to give him. Um Josh Ghetto says the most surprising thing about the shortstop contracts has been the number of years. I'm wondering if A maybe increases the number of years to seven or more. If I had to guess, I'd say seven, 155. Yeah, that's something we talked about as well. Do you extend the years on the deal and shorten that AAV? I think that's certainly an option where you could go and perhaps get a deal done or, you know, create that option year with that high buyout could be another possibility. Christopher Chaffee says Braves are going to go with Grissom and Arcia. Wash seems really high on Grissom and AA believes in Grissom as well. And that's where is that coach speech uh, or, or do they really believe that? And we're not going to know, but what are they going to say about the kid? I mean, I hope that's true. And again, I've been the one all along saying I'm not ready to give up on him defensively, but our Three sessions with Ron Washington in the offseason, all of a sudden going to turn him into an above-average defender at shortstop? Uh, I kind of not necessarily believing or buying that. Um, <clears throat> Josh Ghetto, I'm glad you mentioned this. I want to bring a sip up as well. Isn't conventional wisdom that one more for a free agent is worth about $8 million? If so, 24 a year for Dansby doesn't seem so bad. And yeah, that's typically the price for, for one war. Uh, and I think it may even be higher than that at 10 million, but it doesn't always translate to, to when you're signing a player for a contract, but that is typically how, how Fangraphs, I believe it is equates money tied to war. Um, <laughs> it's me says, just let them walk. I'm tired of hearing about it. And I apologize. We're probably going to talk about it almost every day here until something gets done. Um Says Salak, if Dansby made 10 million last year, Braves could go 20 million using Duvall and some of Jansen's 16 million salaries. Of course, giving Morton 20 didn't help. If six years 120 isn't enough, then okay. Um, yeah, I kind of uh, Gary Leah also says I'd go six 120, and that's it. I think that's probably Max, and that's the deal that Dansby apparently or reportedly offered and the Braves balked at. And Alexandaboulis is he's great. And you can call him stubborn, you can call him whatever he wants, but he typically does not go beyond you know what he feels comfortable doing. Like I said, the only time he's done that is Marcelo Zun, and you know that's in the back of his mind in all of these free agent contracts now. Um, sports live sports live in the ATL says players are greedy, period. This is their livelihood, they have earned this opportunity to make this money again. It's easy for me to say, you know, I'd take 100 million to play in Atlanta. But if another team is offering you 150 million dollars to come play for them, are you really going to turn down 50 million dollars? Is that being greedy? Again, I think if if the difference is 10, 15 million, I think Dansby would turn that down to stay in Atlanta. And that's a lot of money to turn down. Um, So I don't, I don't believe these players are greedy. I think they earn this opportunity. The teams make all this money they should be able to profit from it if we can't get Ben intenddy this is from Davis Gorman if we can't get Ben attendndi Brantley or Martinez for left field would you choose will Myers Conforto Pollock or Peralta I would go with Conforto out of that group I do like will Myers I like Peralta as well as as right-handed bats who have some good splits but I like I just like Conforto's game I worry about him not playing last year and what he looks like coming back but I do like his, his game is on base ability. Um, Joseph recap. I wasn't a fan of the Contreras trade to the Brewers until realizing we got the best catcher from the athletics. So here's somebody else kind of coming around on the Sean Murphy trade. Kyle Oka says no more shift pitchers. Adapting to pitch clock means top tier defense at shortstop is worth everything in the coming season. I think that's a, a great point. And again, If you're paying Dansby 18, 20 million a year, you're paying him and hoping that he's going to be a gold glove defender, you know, for the next four or five years or the length of that contract. Um, And I think that's worth that amount you're paying him, even if he does step back defensively. Hines says, some people really like David Peralta for our left field, but I think he's probably washed. What about you? I do. And for years, I really wanted David Peralta for the Braves. I thought he was a, a really good you know, left-handed hitter, but I do think he's a little bit past his prime at this point. I don't think he does much for the Braves. <clears throat> it says um, sports, or let's see, Leonard Littlejohn says 21 million for six years, put it on the table and then on a short timeline by 1231. So you're doing what Freddie Freeman's agents did and giving him a ultimatum and a, a deadline to make a decision. Uh, I don't know that they'll do that, but I do think they try to wrap this thing up in the next week. I'd be a little surprised if we don't have a decision by the middle of next week before you know, Christmas weekend. Um, Gianna Friendly says, why risk the step back? You know what Dansby Swans, Swansby dancing can do. i uh, like to play on words there, but it is a risk. And, Look, you see my Twitter handle, shortstop ball. I believe in the shortstop position is one of the most important, if not the most important, position on the field. I want Dansby back because of the known. You know what you're getting with him. You know the type of competitor he is. But Alex Adalus has to run a business and he has to think about the future of this club as well. And he's he's not going to go beyond what he thinks Dansby Swanson is worth and what I think he's worth, and I probably what most people think he's worth. Is around $18 million a year. But in free agency, sometimes you got to overpay to get a player. And that's why it's so risky when these guys get to free agency. And that's why it's so important that Alex has locked up so many of these guys. Because when you get to free agency, you get in a bidding war. And there are teams who need these players to compete and win. Then you're going to have somebody overpay. And that's what free agency is. It's teams overpaying to get the player that they want in order to hopefully win a championship and Alex and Dobles, for the most part is not going to get caught up in doing that. Um, all right. Sorry. I know there's a lot in here to get to that. I'm, I'm going to miss, but we are kind of running long here. I appreciate all the comments. If I didn't get to your question, uh, please make sure you put it in the comment section below. Um, let's see if I get one more question in here. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to another one from Josh ghetto, some good comments from Josh tonight. Jordan Westberg could be an option for a shortstop prospect to his blog. I, I looked at him as well. Uh, I think that would also be another good name along with the ones that I mentioned that you could look at if, if you were going to trade for a prospect to bring in to kind of groom or become that shortstop of the future. I think Jordan Westberg is another good name out there. Um, yeah, we really didn't talk about the Max Freed. So we we kind of touched on Max Freed yesterday. I think he's gone after two years, but I don't think the Braves are trading him. I think you just enjoy him for the next two years is what he is. And then he's going to go to free agency and get one of these ridiculously overpriced deals. Unfortunately, I don't think the Braves are going to be signing him. And I don't I don't think they're going to get one of those extensions. I think he's going to free agency. To me, that's been kind of clear for a while at this point. And then Joe Mee, we're going to leave it out with a, a banger, a hot take here. He says Von Grissom better than Jeremy Pena. Now, interesting enough, Jeremy Pena, I believe is three years older than Von Grissom. So I hope he's on kind of that same path. But again, Jeremy Pena was 24 years old this year coming in for the Astros. Von Grissom was 21. If you think Von Grissom's a future at shortstop, and and maybe you do, and maybe the Braves do, and I hope so. I really, really do. But if that's the case, the best the best they can do for his development and to making him that is to sending him back to the minors to continue to get better defensively and to make the adjustments. Look, pitchers adjusted to Von Grissom late in the year and he struggled. So he could also use some time back in the minors to continue to work on his bat as well and making those adjustments. But most importantly, you know, continuing to work on the things that he's learned from Ron Washington this off season, what he learned from Dancy Swanson at the big league level last year. I just think if Grissom is your future at shortstop, I think he may not be the future necessarily in 2023, maybe mid 2023, but I I just think he would really benefit from that time at the minors to continue to to develop there. All right. Appreciate all the comments. Appreciate everybody joining tonight. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Lockdown underscore Braves. Follow me at shortstopball. Go make your second listen of the day, the Lockdown Sports Today podcast, where they talk about the biggest stories from every day. Again, thanks for listening. Follow me on Twitter at shortstopball. Make sure you subscribe to the Lockdown Braves on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the Lockdown Braves podcast wherever you get your podcast. And we will talk to you next time.